0: Episode ninety five of the Severe May podcast is back. Sean in here from SevereMay dot com. flow combat a little bit in other places alongside my good friend Graham, who'll be here with me every week. Graham, from you might know him from Severe May, the founder, um, lead editor. Um, what else? What else could I call you? What else are you? Uh,
1: international man of mystery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly true. Uh, producer of the notorious documentaries what's um, around the fighting Irish 10,000 hours all that good stuff we're back to discuss the big uh, news from the week of MMA we're going to talk about the featherweight picture um, after conor mcgregor stripped of his belt we're going to talk about uh what that means for so did
1: he not give it up oh, early oh. we'll we get, <laughs> <laughs> we get into that don't
0: worry we're going to talk about where that leaves the ufc 206 card we're going to speak a little bit about next week's ufc card as much as we can because the season of tough hasn't finished yet we're going to talk a little bit about cm punk and what the future holds for him and then we're going to answer your questions before we do that let's Uh, give a little shout out to our sponsors rosnutrition.com if you're not familiar with rosnutrition they are Ireland's uh, leading health and supplement uh, providers. They have all that good stuff that you need. Proteins, amino acids, um, things for sports, performance, strength and conditioning, creatine, fat loss, female nutrition, all that good stuff. They're sponsors of the Dublin uh, GEA panels. They um, they sponsor the Dundalk team who, who did unbelievably well in Europe there. I think of have one game left. They won the Irish uh, uh, League, the League of Ireland. ROS are just a fantastic company, um, quick uh, quick um, deliv- delivery, I ordered stuff, got it the next day, so like you can't uh, you can't mess with that, you can get 25% off of your first order at rosnutrition.com if you use the promo code SEVEREMMA, so I, I, I recommend Omnigiant, I always recommend that, great stuff, you can get multivitamins, as I said, your protein, Christmas is coming up, you know, it's an easy present to get for someone, isn't it? A big jar of protein is doing for like six months. Brilliant. Perfect present. Everyone will enjoy it. Head on over to rosnutrition.com. Use the promo code SEVERE MMA. you get 25% off your first order. Boom. Boom. Good man. How
1: things? Yeah, good, good. Can't complain. Uh, another good win for Liverpool. Another good point for Man United.
0: Why are you trying to depress me? Like, well... well why, why do you do this? You thing?
1: love talking shit about Liverpool, and then you can't take it when it's going back again.
0: I can't take it, but I just don't like speaking about it. I like to, you know, football is finished. You know, I, I'm, I was never a big soccer fan. Don't really. <laughs> don't really like the sport you know until Man united win again and then i will but yeah it's going to be hilarious when Jurgen klopp gets uh gets taken over by Bayern munich and philippe coutinho is sold to barcelona and then liverpool are crap again actually, that reminds
1: so, me you so, were saying klopp is leaving in december do you want to make a wager on that
0: no i don't know <laughs> I? i'm just living in hope here i'm just living in hope but yeah
1: liverpool are doing well in fairness for better to... actually like as long as we get in the Champions League, it's all it's all that matters. We gotta, gotta get in the Champions League. Liverpool have to to keep the players like Coutinho, even though he's injured now, but keep players like that, you gotta be in the Champions League. And
0: yeah, the great thing he, when you're when you're a big club like Manchester United, you can sign world class players, the most expensive player of all time, with even without the Champions League. So
1: it seems like he's m- more worth the eight hundred grand though that they pay for him. I expect <laughs> More yeah. than more more diving ability than than he showed for a hundred million.
0: Uh, you, you, how much was Luis Suarez sold for? Like sixty five million or something was it?
1: Yeah, that's usually the price
0: of a. It's usually the price of a top class diver.
1: Top class player, you mean? Yeah.
0: Anyway, anyway. <laughs> the contempt. The contempt. <laughs> anyway,
1: let's get into the. Uh, uh, I like Paul Pogba. He's good, but uh, a yeah. hundred million is a bit mad.
0: It is, but those are the the times we we live in, I suppose. Um, Okay, let's talk about uh, MMA for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, it was announced during the UFC Melbourne card, if you're living under a rock, that Conor McGregor has relinquished. That was the word they used, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: that was the word they used.
0: (laughs) Relinquished his um, 145-pound featherweight uh, title and Jose Aldo would be upgraded from interim champion which he, the belt he won against Frank Eager UFC 200 to the full champion and that Max Holloway versus Anthony Pettis would now headline at UFC 206 for the interim title
1: yeah. at
0: 145 pounds after Daniel Cormier was injured and was forced to pull out of the main event of UFC 206 against Anthony Johnson uh, i'll just i'll just throw it straight over to you graham thoughts
1: <laughs> it's all very it's all very strange uh i don't i really don't understand the interim belt unless jose is still refusing to fight anybody except conor mcgregor and if he is then why would they give him the full belt um it's really strange um it seems that uh the belts are just being devalued even more um Aldo's had the belt for a minute and they've already got an interim belt I think Nate Diaz was right when he said it's all fairy tales, to be honest. Yeah,
0: yeah I I agree. It is fairy
1: tales. Like, we spoke on a lot. It's last- to sell a pay-per-view, to, that interim belt, I think, you.
0: It must be yeah 100 definitely is like we spoke about it last week and we, we like we talked about what they should do next for the federal division we said look either strip McGregor or make Aldo the, the champion and have him fight or book him against Aldo so you know something like that they need to do something like mm. I don't I think people are kind of missing the point here a little bit people are getting really mad that McGregor was stripped um and I don't think they have a right to be. To be honest, I don't think he, he. I I haven't heard anything from him, obviously. But I don't think he's probably even that mad. He he like he knew, he he said it a while back. Um, kind of look, if I have to relinquish, I'll relinquish or whatever. He's taken um, what seven or eight months off or whatever, according to Dan White. He knew, like he knew, he was going to have to give up that up that belt. Yeah, I'm sure he would have the last time he
1: defended it was was December 2015 or when he won it. Sorry. Yeah off Aldo, and if he went all the way to May, that's like eighteen months. Now I know Aldo's gone well over a year a few times yeah. to, uh, between fights, but it wasn't. It was due to injuries or things like that. It wasn't It wasn't by it wasn't by choice of him going out, going into other divisions and fighting elsewhere. He wasn't fit. Yeah. So, so I can understand why they stripped him over. But the the interim belt is just um, yeah. See, very strange, yeah,
0: that's what I was getting. Like that's the problem. Look, if they had we we as I said we spoke about. It, it, stripping the belt is fine. McGregor's probably 155 or now. There's questions about whether he'll ever go back down to 145. Grant, stripped the belt. Look, he's taking his time off. But then, if if you'd just given it to Jose Aldo, right, and then you said, Jose Aldo said, I'm fighting the winner of uh, Max Holloway and Anthony Pettis in March, okay? Everyone would have, like, it would have been fine. There would have been still people mad. Okay, fair enough. But it, it would have made perfect sense. Grant McGregor's gone to 155. Aldo beat Edgar. He deserves to, you know, to hold that belt. He got the interim belt for that. And that's a first title defense. Perfect. But the fact that, like, they're, it, it, I know we do, the belts are fairy tales, and I've been saying it for a long time. But the, they're actually, this is like the most egregious, <laughs> I, I think, use of an interim title ever. Like, Aldo had been the champion for like eight minutes <laughs> not, not less like 30 seconds before they announced the intra belt like it's just it, it, like it, it's unbelievable it, it would have made more sense to make an interim belt for like Carme, as i know uh johnson won't fight and stuff but like he's been out injured so it, it's just so weird now the only logic i can see behind it is as you said there aldo said he doesn't want to fight uh anyone but conor mcgregor and that's fair enough but if if that is the case Why is he the champion? Why did he take the belt? Like, should he just relinquish the belt? Uh, Like, should he, should the 145 just be reset?
1: Yeah, it's, it's really hard to know what's actually going on because, as you say, it is very strange to give Aldo the belt and not have him, not have him fight for the, for the real belt if, if he's, if McGregor is actually just moving on and the division's going to go on as normal, it's it's just very strange. Mm. I don't think there's been I don't I can't think of any time in UFC history that anything like this has happened where they crowned a champion one minute and then made an interim belt in the next. Yeah. It's it's there must be something going on behind the scenes. Maybe Aldo's refusing to fight anybody but Connor still. Maybe the UFC are trying to sweeten him up with this. Um, uh, it's 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 very unclear at the moment what's going on.
0: Yeah, like the thing about it is okay for, you you can understand why they're making the interim belt. We know why they're making the interim belt. They're making it because they need a headliner.
1: You know they need a, a five round fight. But does this actually sell any more pay-per-views having this interim belt? Like, I don't I, does it? I, I don't think
0: it does but they need it. Like they need a title fight. I, I you know there's probably some small you know small print that they have to have some title fight or something there. I I don't think it does. Like I I like the fight. I think it's a good fight. And we'll talk about UFC 206 in a while. But that's the only reason they're doing it. Like, it, this is literally like the WWE making up a belt and, and having it just because they need a belt for the event. Like there's, there's a difference between, like, say when Carme got injured there, and they gave John Jones the interim belt. Look, he was injured; he was out. There was a reason you didn't know how, how long yeah. he was going to be out for. Same with McGregor against Mendez. You know, Aldo had pulled out of the fight already. It was like what? It was like eleven months they had been going on, and then Aldo pulls out again,
1: and then. I think it was like, think the, problem with the Mendes one was because it was a massive event. They put a lot of promotion into it, yeah. and Connor could have easily just said, "Here, I'm not fighting He didn't want to let people down. who would come over to see him. He didn't. He yeah. wanted to get paid, obviously, as well. He wanted pay per view points. So there were a lot of things going in into it that that um that made the decision for that interim belt that kind of made it make sense but at the moment with the information we've been given it doesn't really make sense in my opinion to have this interim belt they should have had a number one contender bout or have Aldo fight either Holloway or Pettis yeah
0: like another thing is as well that like what is Aldo actually up the line (laughs) what is he going to do we've heard not uh, he hasn't said anything has he since since this all happened I haven't seen anything. well not that I've
1: seen anyway yeah
0: It like it's it's just it's an insane situation, really. And like, if you look at it from Jose Aldo's point of view, I don't think he wants to be handed that belt either. And like I, I said, a, a thing on Twitter about like he was handed the belt twice. Like that's true; it's a fact, but it's it's not reflective of Josie Aldo as a fighter, as a person. Like, well, like the was, first
1: belt it was, it was the WEC division was basically totally yeah. merged into the, the UFC. So the the lineage is the same of that belt. Mm-hmm. So he basically was. Given the UC belt, but he'd already he already owned the WC belt. And yeah, it was the same Dominic Cruz was slightly different because he on Is one he of the last W E C shows he he fought he defended his his W E C belt against Scott Jorgensen and fought for the inaugural inaugural Bant- UC Bantamite belt on the same night. So so yeah, so he he had to fight for it, but it was it was it was basically just that I think it was the way the timing worked out. Aldo had just fought, so he wasn't on that card, and I, I don't see really the problem with the with the first time he got handed the belt. But this time it kind of is a bit strange, like you know his. Yeah. People know him as the guy who got knocked out by McGregor in thirteen seconds, outside of the the hardcore LA fans, and a lot of people are getting onto me being like, oh, "What's this about?" Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> I don't buy into that at all. To be honest, like, okay, he got knocked out, fair enough, but he did come back and destroy Frank Edgar at UFC two hundred. Like, if yeah. McGregor is gone. He deserves to have a belt now, because because he had the interim belt and because they made that fight for the interim belt because of this exact situation that we didn't know if McGregor was ever going to come back and we still don't know if he's ever going to come back as well. But now we know he's not going to come back for at least eight months. So that you know that that's a good time to have an interim belt or to make him the full champion. So like I, I think people are looking at Jose Aldo on this. <laughs> and they're looking in the wrong situation. Like, we should be looking at the UFC. Yeah. We should be looking at the Holloway and Pettis fight. You know, I think people... You think are Aldo's going to turn hard.
1: down the belt? Like, of course he's not. Yeah. It's I
0: do I, I think he still could turn down the belt. Like, we're, we're talking about there, remember Aldo coming I mean, over? Remember yeah. when he came over to the UFC at first? They were talking about him fighting at 155. Do you remember that?
1: Before he... Like oh, a he's non-fighter. been talking about <laughs> that for well, yeah. five or six years. Like, even before he came to the UFC, there was talk of that. And he even said in Dublin, at like, the World Press Tour, that... Um, he hinted that he was going to move weight. He said that win or lose, he he'd be making a major announcement, basically, and that was rumored to be that he was going to move out to one hundred and fifty-five. But obviously, that changed.
0: Yeah, I remember, like at the time, talking about it. If before the McGregor fight, like if he had beaten McGregor, there was literally nothing more for him at yeah. one hundred and fifty-five. No, Max Holloway wasn't where he is at the moment back then. Pettis wasn't there. You yeah. know, he'd beaten everyone, beaten Frank Yeager, beaten Mendes, beaten Lamas. You know, everyone. And he's not, like, he may have looked smaller than McGregor, but McGregor's huge. McGregor's, you know, a 150, pure 155er. Like, Aldo's not a small 155. I think he'd be a lot, around an average 155. Like, look, the likes of, say, Jim Miller, Joe Lawson, even Eddie Alvarez. He's the sort of same size yeah. as them. But size isn't
1: everything. There's a lot yeah. put into size. Like, you know, Frankie edgar has been champion at that weight. He's undersized. It's Eddie different. Alvarez is smaller than Connor. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not everything size, like, um, yeah, um, the other thing—it's—I uh, don't know what the pay-per-view points and what the contracts like. Does he make the same amount of money if he's interim champ as he does mm-hmm. as real champ on pay-per-views? Maybe he does. Maybe it's just a champion's thing, and it's—it's it's non-specific to um to undisputed or or interim. Yeah,
0: like the thing, the thing about Jose Aldo <laughs> um, is, does he does he stay at one forty-five? Does he want to stay at one forty-five, or does he want McGregor? Which, like, which does he want?
1: I don't know. He said he wanted McGregor anytime he any plays anywhere, yeah. and then he was offered it before the the Diaz original fight, and he didn't take it.
0: Yeah, but in fairness, strength. he'd been knocked out not that long before that. In fairness, like I wouldn't hold that against yeah, him. But,
1: but he was offered. He was offered the fight. He, he, he if you're going to c- come out and say anytime and he plays anywhere and all that, it looks bad when you when you don't take the fight, yeah. and when you've already when you're known for pulling out and you pulled out the first time you try to fight Connor, it's just. It's a risky fight for Connor to take, like because he's already he can't beat him better than that that thirteen second knockout and mm-hmm. he, he did go through. They both of them went through a world tour. It didn't happen. Like there's it, a lot of variables there, so and Conor would have to cut a lot of weight. It would be doing it would be doing Aldo a major favor in my opinion for Connor to go down and fight him again. Like we, ha- so I think if Aldo wants to fight Connor, he's got to move up to one fifty five.
0: Yeah, we have to be real about this too. And like I think a lot of people are skating around the idea, like. There's belts, <clears throat> fine. you fight fight for belts, you fight for interim belts, you fight for real belts. And they're big, that's huge in But Conor McGregor, fighting Conor McGregor himself is a different thing. Like, it's like fight, fighting Floyd Mayweather if you're a boxer. Like you see Kelbrook, Amir Khan, like Thurman... Garcia, all of those guys, they want to fight Floyd Mayweather. Like they want to fight for their belts, they want to get the belts. But they because he's the golden carrot, he's the red panty knight, he is the big money fight. Like let's be honest about it. I think people are skating around that issue a lot. Like Aldo wants to fight him, Frankie Edgar wants to fight him, Habib wants to fight him, Tony Ferguson wants to fight him, everyone wants to fight
1: him. If you're in prize fighting, yeah. you'd be stupid not to want to fight for the biggest purses and the biggest it, it, it just makes sense. Like uh, I'm sure if you offered most of the fighters in the 55 and 45 division a title shot against Aldo or a fight against McGregor for a non-title, they they take the non-title fight. And, yeah, especially if they have um any kind of pay-per-view points or anything on the back end.
0: Yeah, hundred like uh, when you put that out there as well, and the fact that he's gone for eight months, someone's have to gonna have to go out and take that. Like I look at the likes of Max Holloway, who said he wanted his title shot and everything, fought for it, but then fought, you know, he fought Lamas, he's yeah. now fighting Pettis, that's, you know, that's the kind of guy who's going to put himself in the position to get it, Tony Ferguson, you know, guys like that are going to put themselves, like, Tony Ferguson needs to fight Habib, or Aldo needs to go up to 155 fight and fight Habib, and these guys need to take it, you know, they, they need to win themselves that shot at McGregor. They need to leave him no option. Because yeah. at the moment, yeah. as I said At the moment there, there's loads of options. There's loads of options. They need to take those options away by fighting. If they you know if they're good enough. That's what Conor McGregor did. People give out about Conor McGregor. He beat you know, he beat Paria he beat Mendez, he beat Aldo you know, he went okay, he went up lost in 80s. He beat him again. He took away all the options. He made himself like the biggest uh drawn in the UFC and then he got the you know, he got the fight out of that. He took
1: major and, risks all the way through. He took yeah. major risks. Like he fought Parrier with a with a injured hand, he fought he fought many fight with injured, he could have pulled out, he didn't, he he put it all on the line in order to make himself the the number one contender. He took the Chad Mendez fight um on short notice when when nobody, no, I, I, don't think anybody else, any other fighter would have taken that fight. Yeah, I like. F- it's like it's a it's a terrible style matchup. Two weeks notice. Connor was injured going into the fight. It, 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 he took a risk to make himself the undisputed number one, uh, contender against Aldo. Yeah. Even though he had already earned that spot, he actually took an, He actually had the two fights. I, I believe he had the shot before he even fought Seaver. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And he decided, I mean, this is the way Holloway's gone about it. He's like, I'm just going to beat people until um, the last man standing. I'm the number one contender, undisputably. And I think that's the way to go about it. Obviously, if Tyron Woodley sat out and it worked out for him, but n- that hasn't worked out for many people over the years, no. um, sitting and waiting. A lot can change while you're sitting and waiting. like you know. For Aldo as well,
0: if, he, if say if he wants to go up and fight Habib, and I know I talk about that a lot because I really want to see that fight. Yeah. That's a no-lose situation for him. Right, he beats Habib. Yeah, he beats Habib. He's guaranteed of the Conor McGregor fight almost. Like I don't, I don't think McGregor's going to go to 170. So I think he's there. He beats Habib. He's the number one contender 155. He's the champion at 145. McGregor can't go anywhere but fight him. And if he loses to, to Aldo, he's just in the same. Or in, if he loses to Habib, he's just in the same situation he is now. He's still the 145 champ. He can go down there. He can fight again. And he's not going to get the McGregor fight anyway. You know, I, McGregor's not going to come back and fight at 145. No, like we we know. That. I think he's gonna fight fight at one fifty five, um, in his next fight, and it's it's up to someone to put themselves in the picture to fight him next.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Connor's trying to make trying to Connor's trying to get in the biggest fights possible. That's why he wanted to fight Nate. Like, he he could have taken an, an easier style matchup in, in there not done as much numbers, but he's he thinks about it differently than others others are trying to others are trying to catch on to what he's doing but i don't think they're they're kind of a lot of them are missing the point of what what he did they think he just always talked his way there but actually he he talked and fought his way there and a lot of people refuse to acknowledge that i don't know if it's out of jealousy or if it's just if it's just they don't know what they're talking about really to be honest
0: people like people still don't believe in conor mcgregor like I um, in fighting did this video. Who can beat Conor McGregor? Did you see that? Um, Guillermo Cruz did one over in the Brazilian card last week, and I think it was. Um, I think it was Ryan Bader says, said something like, um, uh, "I'm t- saying this totally wrong now, but it, it was just kind of the way he said it, as in, like once he comes up against a high level fighter, they'll beat him or something like, kind of kind of that way. He goes, "Oh, uh, you know." I don't know. Just go back and listen. To it. But it was—it was just the way he said it. Like people still don't believe in him. Man. Like a, a lot of people have changed now. They do, but I think there's a good fifty percent of people don't still don't believe in him. Still think he's just oh, he's just a puncher. Yeah. And
1: well, like it, it, if you look at the pound for parent consensus, number one fighters or t- top five fighters of, of all time, they've all had multiple losses. Yeah, bar John Jones, who.
0: Man, he'll uh, never die.
1: He's a different. He's just yeah. Well, he yeah, that was a disgrace. But um. John Jones is the only one that that hasn't lost. Well, he has lost, but he hasn't lost. He hasn't really lost. Like Anderson Silva, yeah. what is he now? Eight or nine losses. He had four losses before he even got the belt. GSP, a like GSP tapped the strikes against Matt Serra. Like you, you, MMA isn't like boxing where you don't come back from a loss, even an embarrassing loss. Like you can come back and it's um, look at Conor McGregor He lost to Diaz and then a year later he's two division champion. Like,
0: yeah,
1: or less than a year later. Yeah,
0: same year. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's mad, but. Yeah, I suppose look, the one hundred forty five pitcher, just out of all, it's 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 crazy. I, I like I'm very interested to see now what Aldo actually says and I think that's that's the big thing now. Uh like we were talking about McGregor for a long time, thinking like where's he gonna go, what's he gonna do and he's out of the picture now. Let's let's see where it goes. This this um mm-hmm. this, this fight is coming up.
1: If you had to if you had to predict a pay per view buy rate for two oh six Maybe we move on to 206 first.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, we can. We can. I like this card, to be honest, but I don't think people are going to buy it that much because it doesn't have that big hype fight. And like, I think people get are very very mixed up. Uh, like, not every not every card is going to be UFC. What was it, two Not every card is going to be like that. Like, this is a very very good card. This is Pettis against Holloway. Great fight. I love that fight.
1: It has.
0: Cerrone Maparon. Cerrone How how can you not love that? Kevin Swanson
1: do Ho joy.
0: Yeah, Cobby against Duho Joy. That's a brilliant fight. Um, Kelvin Gaslum against uh, Tim Kennedy.
1: Even Makovsky and Justin Ortiz. Like that's, like that's yeah, Vanata yeah. and Macdesky. That should be a good stand up war.
0: Yeah. Man, I, yeah, that's a brilliant fight. McDessie against uh, Vanadia, and uh, Emil Mech is fighting uh, Jordan Mean as well. Yeah, brilliant, all brilliant fights. They are all brilliant fights. Like. We're spoiled. Someone said it to me yesterday. We're actually spoiled. Like that's that's a great card. That's a pay-per-view worthy card, in my opinion. If you like fights, but there's this thing. It has there has to be a Rousey, or a McGregor, or like a John Jones versus Dan Cormier cards now for people mm. to say they're pay-per-view worthy cards.
1: This is or some kind of big bad blood, blood going back, or yeah. kind of something like that. Yeah, there needs to be a massive storyline for for people to, yeah. to to say the card is is good. People a lot of people are quick to criticize the cards. Uh, and sometimes they're they're right, like like that. Um, last UC Dublin card was very was very poor, True. and um, um, the Belfast card wasn't great either. But they tried to put on a big fight in, in McCall and Theory, and obviously that didn't happen. But um, when you, when you stack when you stack a UFC two five like you did, and you stack cards around it, there's gonna be these cards like UFC Melbourne or I don't buy that either. though. I, I I I think he, he, like the casuals are only interested in this in a certain handful of fighters, like properly like really interested in them and there's only so many of them to go around and if you put if you put two or three of them on the one card then they're not gonna like the next couple of cards maybe you're gonna be a little weaker
0: you see there's the problem is why is ufc melbourne happening why like why is that happening like these, these fight cards shouldn't be out like, why did ufc belfast happen like that just don't have it like i i was looking at ufc melbourne and we'll talk about it in a while there's like six or seven Fights and that, where you can just cancel and give us Joseph Duffy against Ali Quinta and just pay them the money. You know, have that and said, like, UFC, UFC doesn't need, like, it doesn't need a huge tint ball, as Bellator column cards and in loads of shit ones. It needs huge tint ball cards and it needs a small number of ones that are almost as good. It needs ones like UFC 206, you know, it, it needs ones like Sid. The second UFC double night would have been like it would have been, um, Poirier against Duffy and it would have been Stipe against Rotwell, I believe, and Paddy Hoolin against Smolka. Like, that's a good card, yeah.
1: You know, that wasn't really their fault uh, that one fell I, apart, it was very no, unfortunate,
0: it, definitely. I, and it happens, we know things are fall I apart. Mean, even this this Melbourne card, it would have been Jacker against Luke Rockhold and then Brunson against uh, yeah. that wouldn't have been too bad, like in fairness, it wouldn't have been too bad. But there's lots of like I remember that New Zealand card behind, back there a long time ago, that Belfast card was. Pure, not a fucking filth, rubbish. Like they don't need to put on these cards. There's loads of cards coming up. Bj Penn is fighting Yair
1: Rodriguez. I think, in the they, I, think, I think I heard somewhere that they are cutting back on the number of shows. Yeah, on. they said
0: that, but then they came out with like 15 events for the first two months of next year or something. Like it's just oh. madness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're like, hopefully they will cut back. Hopefully things uh, things do change. But look, on UFC 206, I I think it's a good card. I don't think it'll do that many buys, but. A, a while ago, like I used to be awful caught up in boys, and I think it's, I think it's a fun thing to talk if, about. Another
1: thing is actually about the boys. We don't actually know. Like Dave Meltzer's yeah. figures are are made up. From what I've heard, they're they're not even close. Like, uh, yeah, they're not even close. From um, they they can be a couple of hundred thousand off, even. Like you know, yeah. um, obviously they're the best estimates we have, so people go with them, and it's fair enough. But people take them as gospel, and and they're not.
0: Yeah, yeah, like what as like fair enough, whatever the boys are, if you (laughs) like, if you enjoy the card, that should be the most (laughs) important thing. Not how many boys, another thing, sorry, yeah, go
1: on. Another thing, people, when they talk about the 1.6 million pay per views that UC 100 did, um, with Lesnar and Mirror back then, you couldn't just whip up a HD stream, no problem, like, if you know how to use the internet, like, it's 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 either 60 quid or. Or whip up a stream like maybe maybe if it's the Conor McGregor and eight Diaz or the Conor McGregor Eddie Alvarez, ten friends get together throwing five or ten five or six dollars each and buy the yeah. the pay per views in order to avoid the the stream. But if there's a couple of you and it's a middling card, you're probably like you're probably gonna stream it. Like that's just the way it is these days. People know how to stream stuff. People stream football, American football, soccer, MMA. Like and people never mention that when talking about pay per views and breaking records. I'd say there's a lot more eyes on these these pay-per-views than there was on the, the UFC 100 pay-per-view a lot of the a lot of the media in MMA talk in just North American terms yeah like a lot
0: yeah see that's it's unknown it's the unknown as I well. like and I agree with that like I, I watch WrestleMania a year I always buy it but I never buy any of the other cards but I kind of see them as well <laughs> like, <laughs> but like people people don't talk about that you know it, and it, they don't talk about it because it's the unknown like you like we, I remember you put out a tweet there saying how many views it got BT the uh, the last McGregor card. Like nobody else is talking about that. You know how many views are these get things getting in Germany or you yeah. know Australia? So like Australia is a huge market, Germany for yeah, a, box is a huge America, market. Yeah. yeah, like America has not the be all and in all at the end of the day, but it, it, I suppose it's it is the biggest market obviously for a man. It's the the thing we all we all go about. Yeah, the, the
1: pay per view money is is huge in North America. Yeah
0: um yes sure we, we've we a few more questions anyway about that and we, we'll we get to them later on about what's you know what we think is going to be next for mcgregor and next for aldo and all things like that so we'll we'll answer them at the end but for the moment let's let's move on to the um ufc melbourne card that just went down this this past week um I suppose before we get to the main event you set up and watch it i went to sleep i think i made the wise decision 10, <laughs> 10 decisions in a row yeah it was hard watching was it
1: um yeah yeah the be the win fight was was very good he looked very good um he won a unanimous decision over Herrera. he uh um it was the commentator? dan Hardy was saying about his uh seamless transition between striking and grappling all all that and uh, and he really he he showed a lot in the louis smoker fight even though he lost that one yeah but in this fight he he looked really good he like he looks like he's progressing every fight. There's always something new with him. I think he's he's one to watch, Benjamin. Yeah. Obviously, he was your bet of the week as well. Oh, he was. Yeah, uh, see oh, something I in as Forgot well.
0: about that. Fuck! I should have tweeted that out. I haven't had a good one in the, in the months. <laughs> yeah, I was impressed as well with with Tyson Pedro. He beat uh, Khalil Rowntree after getting hit hard early. Like he looks, yeah. he looks like an unbelievable Khalil Rowntree,
1: Though his ground game is is very very poor. It is very poor.
0: Yeah. What do you think of uh, Tyson Pedro's tattoos?
1: Um. I don't know. I wouldn't be a big fan of any tattoos, really, to be honest.
0: He looked... Was so weird. Like, he has, obviously, those um, uh, Maori... Would it be Maori tattoos, possibly? I'm Apologies if I offend anyone, but, you know, those big ones. Like, like tattoos from, like, his knee up to, like, over his belly button. It's just... I was like... The, I imagine the pain he went through to get them, but I digress. <laughs> uh, he looks... He, like he, uh, I remember I spoke about it before, that people, you know... I think they said he played rugby... I think there's like an untapped tapped market there of guys who maybe fall out of rugby in Australia and New Zealand and stuff. Yeah. Like that's people. Remember, you know, the, I remember all those time like the Mitrion Shab and all those from the NFL came in. I think there's a huge market there for guys like that, and I think maybe the, with you know with, with the progression of MMA in Australia and in New Zealand, we'll see a lot more of these guys coming through. I think he, you know he's foreign yeah. man. You might be one if, of the first.
1: If you're ones. one of these guys, if you're one of these. Really good athletes or naturally gifted, you get snapped up by the rugby academies in New Zealand pretty quickly. Even if you're from Fiji or, whatever, or one of the islands around New Zealand, you get snapped yeah. up by New Zealand and put in the academies. But um, yeah. So maybe that kind. Of... But a lot of them fall out when they're like seventeen, eighteen,
0: too. You know, and you know, yeah. Okay, it's a bit. John Jones didn't take up him until He was like twenty-one. Yeah. Well, Randy okay.
1: Couture didn't fight until he was thirty, thirty-two, thirty-three. Yeah, I know that was that was a different. Different, sorry, different era but yeah. um i think uh on stage actually in belfast um the three fighters that were up there brad pickett paul felder and elias Theodori were all saying that they started mma either late 20s or early 30s even yeah. and, and it's never too late to start like <laughs> if you're well obviously it is too late to start at some stage but <laughs> even, even punk never early, yeah well yeah <laughs> that didn't work out too well but um, oh
0: no! I just want to see Sonny Bill Williams in the UFC. Let's be honest.
1: Uh, he can go back to to exhibition ten round forest spouts in boxing.
0: How, how dare you? How dare you speak about Sonny Bill that way? Uh, but yeah. Anyway, let's move on. I thought um, Alex Volkanovski. He was impressive against uh, yeah. against Kasuya. I, I thought uh, maybe it's. I think it's a team with Japanese fighters. I remember that guy who fought uh, fought Norman Park, whose name escapes me, you now. Katani, Nayuki Katani. Uh, the thing with Japanese fighters that they're not bad strikers and they have good jiu but their wrestling is just terrible and they let it get to the ground all the time. And, you know, it's an awful gap in all, a lot of Japanese fighters' games you now. And going back to years even, there's obviously there's exceptions. To it. Now a lot of, um, you know, a lot of guys maybe, you know, I'm amazed progressing and stuff, but I think that was the case here. I think Volkanovski, once he got, uh, once he went for wrestling attacks, once he got on top, um, and where, you know, he kind of stopped uh, Kasuya's uh, jitsu I think he looked very good. His ground and was absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah, no, he definitely looked good. And Akamadov um, like as well, he looked good against Colin Oak. I know Colin Oak is, is no world beater. I think he just retired, sort of actually, tired of Colin Oak. I think yeah. I saw a tweet um but uh, i i uh akhmadov looked good He possible 108 in the in the first round i think it was and uh, he just dominated from there um he uh, there's actually a, if you have if people haven't seen it there's a very funny um gunnar nelson versus akhmadov video with david attenborough um from planet earth <laughs> commentating over it. i haven't seen that it, it's very funny it. oh it's very <laughs> funny it's <hard> <laughs>
0: i just rewatched actually do you remember the email mech video where um he beat pal harris and it did you know he's the best around nothing's oh. <laughs> gonna keep, you know it's hilarious uh just the last two fights um how did you score the jack matthew's andrew Holbrook fight I, I think it was a very hard one to score i was trying to score it live and i was like jesus who do i give a-? like i i could barely score any of the rounds i think i gave mm. i think i gave the last round to um to Matthews because he landed a lot of big shots he was kind of potshotting from the outside they told him to do that and then uh, he, he was kind of dominating on the ground until late until Holbrook got it but the first two rounds were very hard like, I, I was impressed by Jake Matthews I think even the, even
1: the third was hard to score it was, it was, uh, yeah. were it was hard, hard to score, point to
0: score yeah. Yeah. I, I like Jake Matthews I think he's a really really good prospect and I don't think the loss will do, you know, yeah. will do him any harm going forward he's still young and all like I, i every time I see him, I'm really impressed by him, and there's like there's little bits of improvements, and and they're coming all the time. Like watching him, it reminded me of like old school MMA where you'd see this guy fighting, and then you'd, you'd see him fighting like three months later and you'd hear Joe Rogan talking about the huge improvements he's made the differences in his game like Jack Matthews is a guy like that where I could see him coming out in, you know, in six months for another fight and I could see him throwing these big head kicks knocking guys out you know just adding something to his game that's going to take him to the next level I, I know he's just one of those guys I think he's a very very good prospect and he's one of those you know he's a guy that I think a lot of people maybe expect the world from him very early and it's not gonna come, but I think it's eventually gonna come. I think he's a good athlete. He learns, he you know, he improves all the time. Holbrook as well. Holbrook is a good fighter. People I think people kind of forget him. He's not you know, he's not great anywhere, but I think he he's good everywhere and he's a, he was a tough matchup for Jake Matthews. Yeah.
1: Um yeah. Jake Matthews he was kinda he was kind of expected to I expected them to take a kind of slower road, they, slower or the UFC to take a slower road with him. They, they put him in against like James Vick in your second or your, what is it your second or third ever UFC fight is, is diff- It's a difficult fight. Like Kevin Lee, like he lost Kevin Lee in the first round, but Kevin Lee, like you, Kevin Lee showed in Belfast that he's a, he's a very good fighter. And then hallbrook obviously he he's a he's a good fighter as well. <laughs> Maybe they need to take a slower approach with Jake Matthews. Like he's still early twenties, isn't he? 21, 22, yeah, like something 22 like that. twenty two or something like that. Yeah, very yeah. young. just plenty of guys that, that that you can match him up against that he'll beat, and that he can he can progress, and fights he can progress in. And I think they might have they might have moved him a bit too quick.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. But they do that sometimes with young guys coming in. I was talking about Sergio Pettis. Remember he got matched up with someone really yeah. good, really young. Yeah, they, have... they, had, they had him
1: fighting upper weight as well. That was that was silly. Yeah, Sergio Pettis. He was fighting up at one thirty five for some reason at the time they, when he joined yeah. UFC. That was very strange.
0: Yeah, yeah but... No. Yeah, and, you know, as I said, this might be the worst thing for him. Like, give him a little bit of a step back, and maybe that's, you know, maybe that's what he needs. We we saw the same thing that can happen with obviously Joseph Duffy. Maybe he's a little bit ahead of him, but after Joseph Duffy lost that fight, he came back and mm-hmm. kind of got an easier fight, and you know, it, it worked well for him. Yeah, I so, think jo- uh,
1: I think Joe was actually ready for that parry fight, but he just he, he didn't fight an intelligent fight. I think he said himself that he was trying to prove his chin and try to prove he was trying to prove stuff that he he should have just been trying to win the fight.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I think he's ready physically, definitely. But as you say, maybe mentally or maybe game plan wise, you know, mm-hmm. he still has not been with uh, with Tristar that long. And you know, th- those things come yeah. with losses and with bad maybe not bad performance but with you know, not your best performances and with good performances as well. Like, you know, so
1: yeah, like I had that fight for, for Pariah pretty clearly. But in the third round, the the, 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 Duffy, the Joseph Duffy Pariah fight in the third round, Duffy was better luck up a triangle when the ref stood them up, yeah. Um. And then he got he just a party took him in again and he actually stuck him in a triangle and the time expired. So that could that could have been very different if, if the ref hadn't interfered in the fight. Yeah. That is true. So I don't think it, I don't think it was a kind of like Jake Matthews where he just wasn't ready for the step up against Kevin Lee already. I think I think I think that was um that's probably the right fight to make for Duffy. And he'll probably close them gaps and um in his game and be a little Less I think I think he kind of accepted a couple of them takedowns as it went on. He got a, he thought I could oh, maybe I'll just submit him off the of back here. But um yeah, Jake Matthews I'd say just that was a tough fight for him, but I'd say just maybe drop him down a, a level for the moment. Get him a few wins in a row and then let him step up again against against another top 15er. Yeah,
0: definitely. And the main event then in- uh, Robert Whittaker picked up a first round yeah. <laughs> TKO win over Derek Brunson in a fucking mad fight.
1: Crazy, crazy. Um a way out of shape the whole fight. Um, just trying to kill each other.
0: Yeah, it, like, it wasn't, I don't know, I, uh, it was a weird fight because sometimes you have these, you know, maybe a technical good one round brawl like Diaz, uh, Diaz Daly. Like there was some wailing, big shots and that, but I think there was a lot of good technique. You know, a lot of, you know, you know, a lot of good striking and things like that. And then you have mad, insane fights where they just wail, like uh, Rivera against uh, Francisco Rivera against John Lineker, where they're just wailing shots. This was a, like a little bit. It, it was a little bit like Rivera Lineker but with just way more wailing, way more stretching in. Like Derek Brunson, what was like, Derek Brunson It, it was, was hard at, to like know a who was hurt at time and, yeah, yeah. for the most of the fight. It was, it was just so weird.
1: Yeah, I think um, actually uh, Suzanne Davis, she's at Susie Cusy on uh, Twitter, she posted a, a screenshot of of, um, of Brunson throwing a punch where he's basically leaning over at like his legs and back is at like a right angle and yeah. Whitaker is dodging the punch with his hands down on his knees well, <laughs> it's just it just sums up the fight I think it's it just yeah. absolutely crazy fight I'll actually retweet it here so people can can see it on the severe account it's it, it was it was madness to fight sorry
0: I think I figured out why it happened right like I think both of these guys wanted to take the center of the octagon really badly. Like I wrote in my my preview last week, like that's how both guys fight. Like Whitaker, there he stands there, he jabs you, he, he gets his combinations gone. Brunson th- throws out a little bit of a jab and then goes in with his big, uh, his big left hand, and his, you know his big take. It's all kind of explosion out of him. But yeah. Brunson let Whitaker like take the center of the octagon from the start. With with, in his mind that he wanted to take it back off him and he he did that and then he had a little bit of success right but then Whitaker got it back off him and then Whitaker for like 30 seconds like from min- 30 seconds to a minute had the center of the octagon and he was like doing good stuff and Runson was like oh no I've lost the center of the octagon what am I going to do I think I'll just go straight at him <laughs> and I need to close this distance because if <clears throat> I think he might have had Eddie Alvarez in his mind. He's like, I can't do what Eddie Alvarez did. I can't stay here with my back against the octagon. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get Conor McGregor here. I think he, I don't know why, but that that I think that was what was in his head, something like that, you know. And I think he was like, okay, I'm gonna go forward. Fuck this. I'm gonna take him down. I'm gonna put it on him. If I lose, I lose. <laughs> you know, but this is my best way of winning, and I think that's exactly what he did. And I think he was winning. I think that was going well for him. You know, he was taking him down. He was landing a bit of ground upon when he got him kind of against the cage. He was landing big shots. Kind of, I know they were, being, as I said, wailed in from weird angles. You know, and it was working well until he got dropped with a huge, uh, huge, no, a huge left hand first, a oh. counter left hand, and uh, but. It was an amazing fight it was like the least technical fight ever but I liked the way it was won by good clean technique in the end like Whitaker kind of got his wits, wits back after being hurt initially landed a series of beautiful uppercuts and then landed a lovely uh, a lovely head kick and then more uppercuts and ground upon like the last 15-20 seconds of that fight or beautiful, perfect technique. And I think that was, it was appropriate, well, maybe not appropriate, but it was cool the way, like a fight that was just an insane dog fight, uh ended with brilliant technique winning out in the end.
1: I suppose there was a lot of bonuses, upper grabs as well when, when all them decisions have happened. Maybe that plays into it a bit. Yeah.
0: The, uh, Robert Whitaker got a couple of them as well, didn't he? He got... Yeah are uh, they got fight at night and Robert Kurt yeah Whitaker got performance tonight as well, yeah. So fair play to them, they they deserve it. What do you think is is next for for both guys? Obviously at middleweight we ah. have uh Ramiro likely fighting Bisping with Luke Rock all out injured, Jack Reyes waiting no on it, Chris Weidman just beat Musasi just won uh Anderson yeah. then we have Whitaker and Brunson. So
1: Whitaker's already beaten Hall, um hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So is Brunson.
1: Maybe it is not new really sassy fight. Maybe
0: that's the one to make. Yeah. I actually do think that makes it makes the most sense looking at it. I think Derek Brunson will also be a good matchup for Anderson Silva if they if they bring him back on a card where he isn't the main event or like you know, obviously see probably it wouldn't be a pay per view yeah. main event, but like a, a main event in Brazil or something. I think Brunson would be a good matchup for him because he come at him, that's why Anderson Silva needs a countering fighter. But mm. he will really come out, that'd be
1: really, mean, really bad game plan. <laughs> we didn't stop him at the weekend yeah
0: hopefully will <laughs> yeah. learn from that though yeah but yeah I, yeah, I don't know maybe it was the right fire himself. Well. but I, I've always liked Whitaker you know um, I know he fought Wonderby and he, he got badly beaten by Wonderby, yeah. but every fight before and after that he's a guy as well I spoke about Jake Match, who keeps improving you know he's uh, he's always getting better maybe in like okay the fight this weekend didn't really show that because it was it was a weird fight and you know it didn't go most yeah, and he moved a
1: weight in between and I think he's undefeated at middleweight yeah, he moved he up from 50 a... pounds to from welter to middle, and he's undefeated now. So, uh, yeah. or at middleweight. Yeah,
0: like one more yeah, win. I think he lost
1: a decision to Cormac but it was very disputed. I think uh, a lot of people had it the other way.
0: One more win, and he, One more win, and he's right up there. Like he's, you know, that that middleweight pitcher, Okay, it looks stacked now. It looks like there's a lot of people there. But give that two more fights, mm. and it's wide open again. You know, middleweight is middleweight is weak.
1: You know, it's, it's what about Vitor Belfort
0: Vitor for who for, um, for Whitaker? Whitaker. maybe Vitor just lost his last fight again didn't he
1: yeah but he has the he has a big name and it's kind of like it would be probably the biggest marquee win marquee name on Whittaker's uh, record if he yeah. wants to beat him
0: maybe yeah. if they want to build him like if they want it's, to build him to be a contender maybe but
1: that, yeah. the Sassy fight might be a bad one for him Sassy's very very difficult to beat
0: yeah, I could see Musassi taking him down. Although he has good takedowns, but Musassi's wrestling is tremendous. I'm like, I think Musasi's wrestling is one of the most underrated things in all of MMA. I think it's absolutely, I think it's fantastic. But yeah, look, I say the middleweight division is terrible. It's terrible from like eight down, but from seven up, it's like really good. You've Whitaker, Silva, Musassi, Weidman, Souza, uh, Rockhold. Sure, your your
1: boy Tim Kennedy's ten, Balfour, nine, Brunson, <laughs> Whitaker, Silva, Musasi, um, Weidman. My Jack O'Reilly Romero and Bisping. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's, 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 it, I've seen um, it's been a, the, the middle division has been in a lot worse situations over the years than it is now
0: yeah it, it definitely has but still like <laughs> I suppose when Romero beats Bisping, it's gonna, yeah, it's, it's gonna <laughs> open things up. Like, is that even a question? Like, uh, I think we got a question about that. Well, I don't well, know.
1: It wasn't a question before that Rockhold was gonna beat Bisping the second time, but then that, um,
0: that is true. He did so. That is true. Um, but I think if Dan Henderson can catch Romero or Bisping and only knock him out twice over five rounds, uh,
1: Brunson, Brunson nearly knocked out Romero. Tim Kennedy nearly knocked out Romero. I don't know. Tim it's Ken- like it's not. No it's not it. impossible to knock. No fucking fuck you. Out.
0: No. <laughs> Yeah, I love video and mirror, but yeah,
1: He got you got you got a, a banned or suspended for his jumping out of the cage and marching back in. Yeah, wh- what? What was that? Let, let's
0: talk about that for a second. What about the New York's State Athletic Commission just handing out bands like Oprah and fucking Christmas? Yeah. Like, what's
1: that about? Yeah, the way he didn't not turning up for the, the weigh-ins. <laughs> yeah, kind of makes these six-month suspensions are actually they're barely even suspensions. Really, like to be honest, most fighters wouldn't even. They might put them off a month or, month, month, month or two, but it's not I, really a big deal.
0: Gaston is booked to fight at UFC 206, but he got banned for six months. How's that? How's that working?
1: Is he suspended by New York only? Yeah, maybe? but
0: they usually like they usually yeah, they, usually go, they usually go
1: along with it. Yeah, yeah. It's a strange one. Um, yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, I think the Romero one. Maybe he can. can f- maybe he can appeal it and delay it until yeah. after
0: maybe I think Romero got 60 days or something I think that's fair enough <laughs> to be honest he did not yeah, 60 days is, is
1: actually nothing yeah.
0: it, so. <laughs> I think it's it's like it's an appropriate punishment <laughs> like
1: it's a token token punishment <laughs>
0: exactly yeah but yeah fair, fair enough Dude, keep doing that keep like give 30 days suspension 60 days suspension that's grand These like, 6 months like uh, he didn't turn up for wins he didn't turn up for wins because he wasn't making weight like well, like are hmm. we like what, what's the word I'm looking for Like he, he, it doesn't make a difference. Like, if he comes on on the scale, yeah, semantics, we knew he made missed, he wasn't missing, like, he wasn't fucking 169 pounds and just go, Ah, fucking no, I won't bother, I don't want to fight. Like, well, it must be a rule, it
1: must be a rule. Like, I'd I'd like it, they started enforcing all, all the rules. Like, the people know the rules, even in fights, like, you know, it's like, Oh, you're not allowed to grab the cage, they know that, just take the point. Like you know, people got their toes, their their fingers in the cage. It's like you know, he knows the rules. Just take, or he or she knows the rules. Let's take a point.
0: In one way, I agree with that, but in another way, MMA scoring the 10-9 must system, ten point must system, is taking away a point is just too much. Yeah.
1: No, I, I I don't agree with the, I don't agree with the scoring either. But yeah, this is the rules. Like you know, th- these are the rules <laughs> at the moment
0: but the rules are also to give a bit of leeway and the rules are also to not take away a point straight away when someone grabs the gauge, give them a warning and stuff that that's those are in the rules
1: as well yeah but it's, it's 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 very tough to get a point taken in in an MMA fight you can kick somebody in the groin repeatedly poke them in the eye you can you can poke them in the eye with and it looks completely on purpose and and they won't do any they'll, they'll they'll give the man, they'll give the opponent 5 minutes but they won't punish you which which fight do you think? I might know? give you a. Word. Let me see. I might. Thinking? I'm taking yeah. loads of fights. Like the Royal of Favor. Yeah, that was one. <laughs> That's a yeah, ridiculous. Like I was on purpose. And dude. like they're like, well, clearly, clearly accidental. It's like, how is that clearly accidental? Maybe you think it's accidental, but nothing clear about that being accidental.
0: Accidentally is um is a debatable thing, but I think the damage, like if you kick someone in the in the, the balls and they go down and they're fucked for like two minutes in the ground, just for the the damage that caused, or like the what. Like, we've all been kicked in the balls. Like, we know what it takes out of you. Like, hmm. there should be a point taken that if, like, you stick three your fingers into someone's eye and they're bleeding out their eye, like Matt Mitrion Like, there should be a point taken for that. You know, it's the damage caused as well, I think, is huge. Like, if someone, you know, someone throws a jab and they slip, and they accidentally hit you in the ball or something, and they go, oh, and you, you look, okay, that's, you know, doesn't to really take a point for that. But I think it's, you know, I, I think it's the damage that it causes as well, and the effect that it has. And I think that is part of the rules as well, so it's...
1: Maybe the counter-argument is that people would ham it up, like Kostak against Johnson, or...
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And try to... Because manip- a, lot, a lot of fighters go in there trying to manipulate the rules. Trying to, not to manipulate the rules, but trying to use the rules to their... To, stretch the rules as far as they can in their favor basically um, yeah. and maybe just would allow them to do it more and as you say in the 10 point system a point is huge
0: yeah it's, it's, it's just too much it? there needs to be a better solution found anyway let's move on to next week's card which goes down in um where does it go down let me look it goes on in the Palms Casino Resort in Las Vegas, Nevada, and the headlining fight is going to be Demetrius Johnson against TBD. TBD is a big chance in that one, I think, against against Demetrius Johnson, um, <laughs> the undefeated uh, champion. The uh, heard
1: some broadcasting partner of the UFC actually released who got there. So they did. They did. I don't know, maybe. Look, Maybe we shouldn't we, say it in case we, we can't get say. And they want to watch the final episode.
0: We can't say the person's name, but let's let's pick out a name to refer to him as. Should we do that? Okay. Nah, no, actually, we, we won't do that. No, we look. I,
1: everyone. Lisa S. No, that's too obvious. <laughs> L Simpson.
0: <laughs> P Griffin. Remember that <laughs> Peter Griffin. Uh, yeah, but um. Look, Demetrius Johnson is, is fighting. Um, I, I, hold on, the final has already been... Uh, the final is going to be on, on this on this Wednesday of the yeah. season, and it's going to be Hiromasha Ogib Kubo against Tim Elliott. Uh, we know Tim Elliott, he used to fight in, in the UFC before. He got choked out by Joseph Benavidez. Good fighter, unorthodox fighter, a good guy. Horimasa, um, from what I've seen in tough, good fighters. He beat that Kai Kara France, who I had... Um, who I had high hopes for. He also beat um, Terence Mitchell in in the first round. He beat Alexa, uh, Alexandre Patoga. Um, he's a good, good ground fighter. He's he, you know he's he, he's good all round. Really, he's, he won the first uh, fight by soft. Actually, actually was
1: watching the Ultimate fighter twenty four. Is it? Yeah. And then they took like a, a month, three week or month break. Same and just kind Lost lost track of it. To be honest. Yeah.
0: My my Sky box didn't record the episode. It came back. Yeah, I that's exactly it.
1: what happened to me. Actually, I missed an episode, and I was like, oh, "Oh, I'll watch it back," but I never got around to it.
0: Yeah, same here. But look, the, the season. I think it was a good idea, and it was going well until that break happened, and it just ruined it. Like, uh, yeah. people just forgot about it. I haven't seen anyone tweeting about it. Nobody talking about it. Like everyone, even like Luke Thomas is a guy who hates tough. Like he, he always like never watches it. Always talks about not watching. He was watching this season. Like I watched his live chat, and like he hasn't spoken about it since that break. Like. I, other places like podcasts I listen to haven't spoken about it. Like I remember we got asked a question about it earlier and we spoke about it a little bit. And then since like there's barely been, I think we might have had one question about it. That's that's been it. Like it, it's it was a great season, but it was ruined by that. Um, I suppose the thing about it is either of those two guys um, against Demetrius Janssen, I don't think yeah. either of them has has any chance. It wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad idea. Um, it, you know I, I think Demetrius Janssen has kind of been biting his tongue a little bit more because of it. Because, like, I, I put up um, a tweet today, and my useless fact of the, of the day, which you can you can see over, if you go to hashtag UFOTD, you'll be able to see him for the last week. My, my one today was, Demetrius Johnson has never, he's the only current UFC champion who has never beaten another current or former UFC champion. Every other champion in the UFC has beaten a former or current UFC champion, and I think that's a thing that hurts Demetrius Johnson. Like he's never beaten anyone with like a big name. You know, he he doesn't have that marquee winner. Well, I mean, yeah, or E.
1: McCall is called, the division that wasn't in the UFC at the time. Yeah, but it's still that's it, the closest it.
0: to it. Nobody knows who E. McCall is, uh, like outside, <laughs> outside of us. And I, I, like, and I feel bad. I like, I'm a huge E. McCall fan. I, I like, I've been watching these fights for years outside of the UFC, you know. I, I, everyone in MMA knows he is. he's a great fighter like was he doesn't get enough you know he doesn't get enough credence for what he actually did in MMA back yeah, in the years but,
1: in the UFC, yeah. but
0: like people like fans listening to this that have just been you know just been fans for the last three or four years they know Ian McCall as Ian McCall who's lost a couple of fights in the UFC and you know he's fighting like no offense but he's fighting Neil Seary on the undercard of a of a Belfast card like a few years ago and, Ian McCall was like a headline in of the UFC card, but he's never been that in the UFC, and I think Demetrius Johnson doesn't have that one. And like my my point is, he doesn't have that marquee win. He doesn't have that big name. And now he's gone up fighting some guy who's come through a tough season, who wasn't good enough to get in the UFC before, you know, who got out of the UFC or you know whichever guy he's fighting. So that this is not good for him, and he's probably thinking like, "Jesus Christ, what do you know? What do I have to do to to get a bit of uh, recognition around here?" And it, it's going to be very tough either way in in that flyweight division, I think.
1: Yeah, um, I know he's already lost uh, Dominic Cruz uh, pretty comprehensively, but they're about th- That was a good, that was a good three or four years ago now at least. Um, mm. Maybe it's time once once he fights the 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 tough twenty four winner. Maybe it's time to move up for a, a super fight, and if he loses, he can just move back down and be the champion. I'd, I'd I'd pick Dominic Cruz in the fight, but I'd say it might be a bit closer than it was the first time. That first fight, though, I don't know. It was just He, on he, him, he, he was it? just
0: size that won it for him. Like it wasn't skill, or it wasn't, you know.
1: Well, I, th- I think it was skill as well. Uh, I don't know.
0: know. I think it was just size. Like I, Demetrius was actually doing pretty well in the fight, but uh, he's just too big, too strong. Was able to ragdoll him around. And I'm like he hasn't gotten any bigger since, you know. It's like it, it kind of reminds me of Frank Edgar and and Jose Aldo, like going into that second fight. I was like, how is he gonna, how is he gonna close the distance of what happened between the first fight? Not in terms. Well, of the, even the Aldo
1: Edgar fight was like how's Aldo gonna react to to being sparked for the first time, and yeah. it was kind of there was more variables than there would be in the Demetrius Johnson cruise.
0: And like no doubt Demetrius has improved and he's more confident after all. I, I think, wins, I
1: think Cruz has as well though. Like obviously yeah. he's been injured and he hasn't but he hasn't been um, able to show it as much, but like in his return fight he absolutely just, he, he like he had a kind of new aggression to him that he hasn't had he had hadn't had in years. And then obviously when he's fighting T D Dillashaw, he had to fight a very tactical, tactical battle.
0: But, like, there's the thing we said about Conor McGregor as well. Like, he went out and he took it. And, like, we're talking about Jose Aldo. Go out and take that McGregor fight if you want to get it. Maybe yeah. I'm complaining here about Demetrius Johnson not having that big name. Maybe he needs to go out and get that big name. Maybe he needs to go out and call out. Who uh, is
1: the big name, though? But
0: Dominic, Cru- okay, Dominic Cruz is maybe not the biggest name, but he's the champion. You're, you're, you're a super fight. Yeah. You're getting yourself a big fight there. like, And, if, you know, if he won that fight, mm-hmm. then he has you no. Know, he's other guys as well out there as well, yeah. like you've T.J. You've t- Lashaw you know, you've Garbrandt you've, you've uh, Almeida you know, you've a lot of fights there that he could get at, at Bantamweight if he did win the title, so I, I don't know, per- personally yeah. I don't want to see that fight I want to see that fight again, I'd love to see the fight but I think Demetrius Johnson losing in
1: yeah. and I don't know I'd, I'd, just... pick, I'd pick Cruz again but we're coming to a stage with Demetrius Johnson where we're going to have to start recycling guys anyway yeah. Unless, unless somebody like I know Smoker just lost to Brandon Moreno, but maybe Smoker can. He he was kind of looking like he was going to be the next contender. Um, I like Wilson Hayes. Unless somebody, unless he, yeah, Wilson Hayes. Uh, it's a good fight. Like if he can get him to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I just think Misha Johnson's too good from everywhere to be honest. I think. agree as well. Yeah. Um. There's a couple more guys there potentially, but then then you're going to have to do rematches anyway. So maybe like the super fight aspect the two champions aspect is, is the way to go I think with, with Dominic Cruz but that's assuming he he beats the tough winner and after that I don't know if he's gonna it doesn't I, don't, I can't think of a contender that's about to break through to be like I have to fight Demetrius Johnson mm-hmm.
0: it's a pity Smolka last like, because he was the one uh,
1: Yeah, his slow starts were always gonna they were always gonna get him at some stage I think yeah. you, you, you can't start slow like that at the top at, consistently at the top level mm-hmm yeah, throw Moreno in with
0: it Maybe grand. We'll see a bit of that <laughs> uh, let's, let's run through Actually, Moreno
1: against Moreno Ben, ben Walsh yeah. should, be, should be a good that's, fight that's
0: exactly. Yeah that's the first one Let's run through A couple of these uh Of these fights the Lightweight Duncan Kim is fighting Bernard Haley again. That should be That should be a good fight uh, Rob Font is fighting Matt Danger Schnell who was on The season this He was off that show What was it called um, The MTV show Do you remember that Who's Font who's fighting, fighting Sorry Font is fighting
1: Danger Do you
0: know Matt Schnell
1: Oh was he not fighting Perez
0: No that fight was cancelled Oh, and uh, in and said, you, "You know him, don't you? That that show that was on uh, MTV. It was like this small town where they were f- fighting, and this guy. Uh, oh, what was it called? Oh, I don't know. people know anyway. But uh, yeah, he's fighting. Graham Maynard's fighting Ryan Hall. Love that fight. Like Ryan Hall is the kind of guy that." Um, he kind of um, he puts himself out there to get ground and pounded, so he can take your leg and rip it off you. And Graham Maynard's a guy who loves the ground and pound, lads so he could like take up yeah. that offer. So uh, that's why I'm very intrigued by it. But Graham so Maynard's Graham Maynard so- will be uh, Maynard's
1: Usually happy if he if he gets on top, he will be happy to, to stay there and just yeah. ride ride out on top and take the round with a bit with a bit of ground and pound. He he's not man to take too many chances from top position.
0: Yeah, but Ryan Hall kind of makes his own chances as well. You know, he's a, he's a difficult proposition for anyone. But Graham Maynard, is, you know, he's an old head. He he, yeah, he knows he's been,
1: what he's been around anyway, for, yeah. forever as well. His, his chin is looking a bit suspect. I don't think Ryan Hall can test it, but maybe he can though. Maybe he can.
0: Frank Yeager made him look like a world class boxer.
1: Uh, he made Frank Yeager, Yeah, Frank Yeager made him look yeah. like a world class boxer. <laughs>
0: there you go. Uh, Sir McMahon against Alexis Davis as well. I like that one. I think Sarah McMahon has been on a good run lately. I think she could could take that one. I like I've always had high hopes for her, but it's hard to tell. Sometimes she yeah. she lets me down old Sarah, but um you never know. Alexis Davis is a yeah. good fighter on her days also. So that's a, that's I great.
1: think she's a good front runner, uh, Sarah McCann. Yeah. Sarah McMahon. <laughs> yeah, I would pick Sarah McMahon in
0: that fight. Yeah. Uh is fighting there as well against Jared Carneir. I like Kutabala. Jake Ellenberger against Jorge and Joseph Benavidez against Cejudo
1: Ellenberger. He's a good I'm interested in Ellenberger now. Yeah, some, he's changed camps and he's out, he's away from um, Glendale. Um,
0: what are you? What are you trying to say?
1: I'm trying to say that um, he made a great decision leaving Glendale.
0: <laughs> Edmund is the best trainer. Why would he leave him? Like he's a tremendous trainer. That Edmund
1: parody account on Twitter is is brilliant. Yeah. I love the way people keep thinking it's real. It's so funny. <laughs>
0: after Super Gallo it's the best one man. shout out to Super Calo. but yeah um, I think Mas- see Masvidal is the type of guy that if he doesn't finish Ellenberger early he'll lose the third round and Ellenberger hits very very hard and can knock anyone out so I could end up knocking him out but Masvidal has an absolute iron chin uh, I, I,
1: I had to guess I'd, I'd say a split decision <laughs> to one of them <laughs> that was Masvidal.
0: <laughs> I actually think Maswell have enough power to knock Ellenberger out. I think his hands are very good. Think Ellenberger's like no matter how where he goes in trends, I think he's his chain is still a bit suspect.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. That Matt Brown fight though, he, he did look very good in that fight. Like he he's did, yeah. he, he's looking like the old Ellenberger of, of years and years ago, five, six years ago.
0: I think Matt Matt Brown is on the way out as well though. I think he's on the way down. I think he's waning
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and my has were written off a few times, though. Um, yeah, he was fun. like, I think he was like thirteen, thirteen at one stage when he's in the UFC, his record, and he managed to go in like an eight or nine fight win streak. And
0: <sighs> he, that was just because he he got to touch Wonderboy. That was it. He just got the like he he, he licked that up off of Wonderboy during their fight. He just got the brilliance off of him. <laughs> that's what happened. Uh, Benavidez against Saheude. Do you give Sahuda any chance? I know you like Sahuda don't you?
1: Um, well, I think I think he he could have been a good a good challenger if they had have used him right, but they put him in there too early, and yeah. he was just out of his depth. Um, I, t- I see Ben Benavidez winning that winning that fight by decision. Um, so he might get a take down or two, but uh, I, uh, it's tough in early rounds to, to keep somebody like Joe Benavidez down. Yeah. Um, on the ground, cause he's so scrambly and quick. Um, yeah i go i go with a decision for Benavidez there but um, Benavidez against Demetri Johnson again does anybody really I want see to see that, that? Yeah, you do I see. yeah I,
0: Why? See. I think that's that's probably still the best fight at flyweight like nobody else is going to beat him so I might as well give Benavidez and I'll go at it he's a better chance than anyone else this fight uh, yeah, this fight, I think Benavidez is going to win this easily. I think Sahuda's boxing has improved an awful lot, but it's very basic. It's just a jab and an overhand, and it's slow for a flyweight. I think Benavides lead him up on the feet. I think Cerrudo's wrestling, obviously, as an Olympic gold medalist, is very good.
1: Yeah. But in MMA, but MMA wrestling, yeah, it's, it's not, yeah, It's very good.
0: I, I actually think he's very, very good takedowns when he gets the clinch. He took Demetrius Johnson down there in, in, in the clinch in the middle of the cage. Um, and I think he's, he's very good in, in that position if he can get ben, Benavidez there. But Benavidez does know that, and I can't. Uh, he might, might not get him there. Um, but even if he does, I think, I think Benavidez will, will win that fight probably a unanimous decision. Yeah. I got uh, decision and as well. Yeah. Okay. And obviously, we're both picking Dimitri Shanson to win in the fight. Um, just before we get to the questions, let's talk about CM Punk for a, a couple of minutes here. He was on uh, the MMA with Ariel Hawani last week. We're, we're a little bit out of date, but still, uh, nothing's happened since. So he he said that he wants to fight in the UFC again and that he's mm-hmm. spoken to Dana White. I'm not, not that he wants to fight in the UFC again, he wants to fight in the MMA again. And he'd like it to be in the UFC. He's spoken to Dana White. Dana hasn't given him any assurances or anything, but they have something in in the pipeline, right? So I have two questions for you. One: Would you like to see CM Punk fight again? And two: If he wants to fight in the UFC, how would you like them to get his next opponent, or who would you like his opponent to be?
1: Yeah, I've, I've no problem with CM Punk fighting again, but he should, he should do it outside the UFC. I think um, you have to bring in. A guy to fight him. It's it's basically like a non UFC fight taking place inside the UFC. The, the first, at least, Mickey Gall actually has some potential, I think. But if you want to bring somebody in on CM Punk's level, it's 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 going to be a shit show. Like it's it's going to be looked. It's going to look terrible. Like his technique everywhere. I know he didn't get to show much, of but that punch he threw was was terrible. Oh, class. And they obviously don't want to give him the Bellator.
0: Um, do you send him somewhere like Cage Ryers or Titan or one of them that they have on Fight Pass and put him fighting there?
1: You're probably paying him a lot of money, like you know, yeah, but to do with uh, Cyber, what they they... how much are they paying her compared to CM Punk though?
0: They paid her like 90, yeah, I suppose, but they paid her 90 grand or something, I think.
1: Yeah, I'd say CM Punk's, I, I don't know, what was CM? Did you did you see CM Punk's disclosed? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Hold on, let me find out. I think he got like, um, I'll look it up.
1: Yeah, and disclosed pay isn't always a good indicator either. Uh, um, yeah, CM punk thing. Is, they've got themselves into a weird situation here. Uh, doesn't it say the,
0: the, weird? Yeah, I no, no, Five hundred grand. Five hundred grand. He got
1: five hundred grand. Yeah, I'd say he probably got more than that. Probably. Yeah. Um, like it's an expensive little little project. Is he? Is he selling pay per views?
0: Probably I is. I'd say he, he
1: probably is. Like, is he, yeah. For me, I think you. you, either, you is he now though? Uh, maybe he did the first time, but is, like, now that people have seen what his fighting ability is, is he going to sell pay per views the next time?
0: I think people realize that the matchmaking was ridiculous, putting him in against um, against Mickey. Gallo. Well,
1: they brought. They, Mickey Gall looks like it could be possible, but he was brought in with the, with the purpose of fighting him Like he yeah, wasn't going to be in. Yeah, but how, how much lower can you go? You know? they could
0: have brought in fucking like Joe McColgan too.
1: You know, he's but Joe McColgan would absolutely exactly. Him.
0: But wh- what's Joe McColgan's record? Two and exactly. Oh. And what's Mickey Gall's record when he fought him, Punk?
1: Yeah, two No, oh. oh,
0: he destroyed him as well. They just, it was the matchmaking; it was bad. They brought in the wrong guy. They need to bring in someone shit. Like, well, they brought could, him in when he
1: was oh and zero, but then Punk pulled out so many times that it got a that he had to fight in the meantime.
0: Yeah, well, he was one and all, wasn't he? Or he was, was he training all the time to have fat punk? Either way, it doesn't really matter. Like he did a couple of fights, but like he was obviously a good fighter. Like that was the problem. <laughs> they gave him time to improve as well with punk mm. getting injured. Or do you think
1: they should give him somebody absolutely terrible that he can I beat? Think they should give him someone off the street. It's an absolute joke if you're if you're just picking guys off the street. Like, what's the point?
0: Yeah, I don't know, but that's why you have CM Punk. Like it, it is the freak show aspect of it.
1: Well, we already saw it. We saw what happened. We
0: didn't really see it because we he fought a real fighter. Like and oh, he fought like, a
1: real fighter in his infancy, though.
0: Yeah, but still, he 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 has been training for years and stuff, and like he's training under
1: you know. The yeah, CM Punk, remember he was rolling there. The yeah, but he was on the road for,
0: <laughs> he was on the road for 350 days a year and training with the fucking Gracie's letting you know letting him tap him yeah. out you know no, every so often
1: I understand what he's saying they didn't want him going elsewhere if he told Baino I'm going to fight no matter what it did make sense to bring him in yeah I think they, I think I think they thought he'd be a bigger draw than he was the first time
0: yeah, like I, I, he was just badly done I think like, I think he, he probably drew enough I think they're probably happy with what he drew it could have been more if he didn't get injured if he would have been closer I was too far away from him leaving the WWE I think if he'd have won he could have drawn more again or if he'd even done a bit well but like, my idea I think it's a, it's not a bad one have like a fight pass show where you get like 8 guys in off the street put them into, put them into the, the ultimate fighter house have fucking Chuck Liddell and Forrest Griffin train them up for like 10 weeks and whoever is the winner or that haven't fight CM Punk? yeah
1: you're really, go- really going out of your way I, though to, to get this, this guy a fight Like,
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> like
0: i always i always talk about um the UFC like it's supposed to be the elite but like well, no. like the, the Ferraris and then you have Fiat. Under- like,
1: if people thought it was a sport league CM Punk being signed Like we should have told them that this is not like any other, this is not like the NFL, this is not like Premier League football or Champions League or FIFA football. It's, it's complete. It's first and foremost, it's a business. These WME, IMG just bought the company, they're trying to make money. That's why he was trying to ship Connor in a way as well. I I think Ariel always talked about having cloning Connor into two divisions, I think he's how he phrased it.
0: I, yeah.
1: they, they could have, like I think I think a lot of people are saying oh nobody will care about the federated division now I think people will care a little bit more than they than they did before McGregor was there but they're obviously all them kind of say like a Jeremy Stevens cubs Swanson fight won't have the same who the fuck is that guy even even the even the even the Matt Holloway Pettis fight won't have the same interest because there's no McGregor sitting at the top of the division
0: yeah that that's actually a good point yeah but you lead into long problems in as well with the fact that. There's no way you can. not fairy tales. Though. Yeah, it's, it is all fairy tales in fairness. Yeah, it is all fairy tales. But yeah, look for me. Just the last thing I see in punk before we get to the questions. <clears throat> I I still have like this niggling feeling that. He, his first fight was the wrong way of doing it they should have done it a different way Mike I I said it before the fight that Mike Jackson was mm-hmm. a better option than Mickey Gall yeah. give, give him Mike Jackson now even see what he does if Mike Jackson knocks yeah, him also,
1: out I think I said that last weekend yeah. Mike Jackson's the guy to give to give him I don't think going to all this effort of, of a big show and uh, <laughs> like CM Punk's already old enough as it is you need to get in there quick I think
0: yeah. or else like just get there's like there's plenty of lads who are like 0-2 on shows and have shown they're cr- terrible. Like, you know, <laughs>
1: you get one of those lads. Like, well, you know, do people even want to see that? Like, you know, 0-3 versus 0-1. But I think you have to give him a chance.
0: You, like, I don't. He didn't get a chance. Like, he's um, I, okay. People say he fought Mickey Gall. He got his opportunity but it's like give me an opportunity in the UFC and put me against fucking Mark Hunt like it's not a chance you know you're just gonna lose like, yeah, you're just gonna
1: lose Mark Hunt's a top 5 guy if they had given CM Punk a top 5 guy he probably like it would have been a, even like it would have been an absolute yeah. mauling like, it was an offset mauling already but it would have been it could have got I don't know even I don't if you know give how it could have went any worse I
0: suppose if you give me that useless dude who lost there a couple of years, if you give me Tim Elliott Tim not Tim Elliott what's his name Tim the fellow who lost to Volkov I, i'm still getting destroyed like oh, you know yeah. it's uh, i thought he won that fight actually <laughs> 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 i him out come on let me find him next uh, but yeah look i think okay you don't want to him back and i do i think that's uh, all right.
1: it's a hard one I, it, I, I i don't want him to make a, a big deal out of it again just yeah. stick him in there against him. i don't want to hear about it for months and months and months i don't want to show building to it i just stick him in there against mike jackson um the media member guy who, who fought um mickey gal uh mickey Gall's uc debut and if he can't if he can't beat him then i don't think he can beat mike jackson as well but if he if he if he can't beat him then what's the point i don't I do know the point is kind of yeah. we've only seen what happens when he fights uh anybody who can fight
0: yeah i i i, I agree with that Let's uh, give him mike jackson let, let let the let the cards fall how they may. I, I don't. Think, I,
1: yeah. I don't think anybody's. I don't see that much enthusiasm. Like there was a, there was a bit of hype and enthusiasm around his debut. I don't see people looking for him to fight again. Really, but maybe 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 people do when I, I but, just uh, haven't been seeing it.
0: He is he is gonna fight again in the UFC.
1: Yeah, more than likely yeah. he
0: is. Sean knows. Anyway, <laughs> let's get to the questions. Before we do that, let's give a shout out to our sponsors ROSNutrition.com, where you can get 25% off your first order with the promo code SEVERE MMA. If you're not familiar with ROS, they provide uh, nutrients, supplements, all the, that good stuff. Protein. Uh, head on over to ROSNutrition.com, pick up some stuff, put it in, put it in the, uh, the add to cart Yoki. But stick in severe MMA into your coupon code and you get twenty five percent off. Their stuff is great. I like. I know lots of people use it. my friend J.J. Murphy. We actually have a question for him. He uses. He swears by it. He's he's a, he's, a, he's built like a fucking maniac. He's like the the Francis <laughs> the Francis Ingano of of Nace. Um, look, head on over there. Arrowsnutrition Christmas is coming up. Buy your your friends, buy your sons, daughters, cousins, fathers, some stuff. Arrowsnutrition Twenty five percent off. Promo code Severe M. Help us. Help you. Graham, let's answer a few questions. Let's
1: get straight to that. Just before we get on the question, do we have any questions about Steve Owens and Joe McCulgan? Uh no. Um Steve Owens, he's uh two and he went two and oh yesterday, uh, last night up at uh Cuma fighting championships. Vicious in a, elbows. Patrick, yeah. He, uh, he landed some nasty elbows. His his pro debut was against um, Keith McCabe of Team Rhino, who's very tough as well, and he won that fight by finish as well. So he's He's now two and zero uh, as a Some character too, is not he? Yeah, yeah. he. he I like
0: that interview.
1: Yeah, he. He called out Joe McCoggan really well, I thought. Uh, and what was going to say, yeah, I, I, I never actually saw him fight amateur, but um, I'm not sure if he did. He must have though. Um, he must have fought amateur. But I think he's turned pro quick, but he doesn't look out of place at all. He's another SPG guy, so the he, um, he kind of said he went that Joe McCoggan a bit, saying. Um, Basically, it's sad that you have this moniker of, of SPG hunter and he wants to, yeah, he wants to slay it. And Joe McCoggan's two and zero, and Steve Owens is two and zero as a pro, so it kind of makes sense. And I think I think the fans will get behind that one as well. If uh, if any of the promotions want to put it on in Ireland, I'd, I'd say that would be that would be a big fight. Yeah,
0: That C McCarrd is good as well Paul Elmer fought? He he uh, he lost, but he he retired after from Limerick, I believe. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, he's uh, you been the he amateur scene for about 10 yeah. years now. I can't remember, can't remember the Irish may scene without him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, good luck to him. He's got his own gym now in Limerick, so yeah, he's going to concentrate on that.
0: Like, if he needs any tactical advice or anything like that, or any, you know, (laughs) tactician analysis for any of these fighters, give me a shout. I'll be in. No problem. Uh, uh, Head on over there to severe.me. or youtube.com forward slash severe art. Some good interviews with EO Daily up there. He was at the show. Uh, Check him out. And the fights are up there as well, I believe, aren't they?
1: Yeah, there's fights um, and there's uh, interviews with fight highlights mixed into them as well. Yeah. yeah, there was um, Podgy McGee uh, won a close decision against Jamie McAleese and James Sheehan and one of the one of the Sheens, my brother. <laughs> he uh he, he um won, a, won over Joshua Cochran of SBG, so that was a good win there. Um, yeah, there, there were some good fights actually. Um, most of them were amateurs. The two pro fights were Noel Smith and uh, Adam Gustav. Gustav won a decision there. Um yeah it was a good card it wasn't there wasn't any any um wasn't there wasn't many decisions it was mainly finishes so yes. it was a good card Sweet.
0: and there's interviews all well with phil part fighting Duke-en-Wah up there as well oh yeah and, uh, we have
1: we have uh yeah and recently means... who fights jay, jay herbert for the lonsdale title both of them are four 0 undefeated so that should be interesting
0: yeah, should be good. Right questions. Um, okay, the one from JJ Murphy. Let's let's just say that one first. He asked me when I here. I, I I'll, put, I'll just preface this by when I was in college, myself and one of the lads decided to have like a full on fight in the middle of our sitting room, in in college. He asked me who would win the rematch, and I was like, Look, David Mosgrove is the man I fought, and I'd win the rematch because this this is how it happened, right? It was anchorman, or anchorman rules, right? No touching of the head or face. So it was just wailing body shots. If you'd seen this, it was like the don't uh, know what's his name? Francisco Rivera, John Lineker of sitting room fights. And I got hit square in the balls by a punch. And it put me out. And I, 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 like, it's, it's been going on ever since. Let me, I'll just leave it at that. But everyone knows where to stand. Did someone get beat? Undefeated in sitting room fights, I am. So uh, <laughs> there's, there's the answer to that one yes, Who would win, <laughs> win the rematch? I'd win Okay, Sam Quigley asks Pettis gets, um, Pettis gets a title shot At Federer after one fight After losing 3-0 before that How does that happen?
1: Well he didn't actually lose all them fights really did he?
0: Mm, he lost a couple of them
1: Yeah I think he beat Eddie Alvarez uh, Pretty did, clearly yeah. um, The judges hate Anthony Pettis uh, For some reason <laughs> yeah, uh, he definitely lost to the Sanyo's fight. The Barboza one. I think he got remember, destroyed Barboza by Barboza and... that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Clay Guida, I thought he beat, but that was a long time ago now. Um, um He's a name, Fantastic. he's been the champion of the weight class above. Um, Yeah, he's undefeated at 45, even though he's only had one fight there. Charles Oliveira. Nice. Yeah, well... Yeah, he didn't look great, but it was it was his first cut. A lot of times when you've never been down there before, it affects fighters when they when they drop away class for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got the finish over You got to finish over or it was a guillotine, wasn't it? Over uh, yeah. Oliveira, so Yeah. Um who else would you give it to? Like if you're not gonna give it to Pettis, Holloway against two.
0: Look, it's just the fact that they'd already made that matchmaking. You know, this was a 11 hour kind of a decision. Mm. So I don't think. Yeah, but don't even think it's else, if you
1: could change it up, who who would you change it for? Yeah, like you know, yeah,
0: I I agree. I, like if you were changing it, you just change it to Aldo against uh, against Holloway. But these things can happen. Or or Frankie Edgar. No, after that win, but he's only just fought. So
1: he's got the MCL yeah. as well as me. Yeah.
0: Okay, Daniel Bradley. True or false questions. Let's get through these rapid fire. JDS gets another title shot before Kane. Both. I'm gonna say true. Uh, Romero KO's bisping inside two rounds.
1: KO's. Um TKO count. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck so, true. I said
0: true as well. Conor McGregor retires without ever fighting in Ireland again.
1: True. True
0: as well, I think. Winner of Fedor Mitrion fights for the heavyweight title in Bellator. <sighs>
1: um, true. Who else true is trying to fight? I,
0: with? I reckon as well. Exactly, uh, and that's Michael Page <laughs> gets to step down in competition for his next fight. <laughs> is
1: that even possible? I don't know if Gonzalez <laughs> is <it's> that <laughs> bad, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I a, uh, yeah, I think it's Yeah, I can say gets a step up. There isn't. There isn't much there though. Form outside of Rory McDonald, who I think he loses to.
0: Yeah, uh, Kieran Carr asks, "Who's your favourite for Aldo versus Pettis or Holloway versus Pettis?" Sorry, Holloway. Uh, I'd say Holloway as well. Um, Juan Nightstand, good friend of the podcast. He, he's not on Twitter, but he's on Facebook. Yes, if you had to concoct a culinary masterpiece, what would it be?
1: Okay. Your,
0: what's your What's your If you're inviting a girl over now for a meal. A candlelit dinner. <laughs> by. You have to cook something. What would you cook?
1: Um, I'm not much of a cook. Um, I'm a very fussy eater myself. Um, i probably just order a take and then pretend I cooked it.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, what would I cook? I can't cook anything. I cook... Uh, I, I can cook pasta and shit like that. I cook uh, spaghetti bolognese. Toast. Uh, <laughs> <tose>, yeah. <laughs> um, let me think we have a lot of questions there from our good friend of the podcast Mr. Podge um, if Anthony Pettis wins the interim title and becomes the fourth person to hold belts in two divisions what, where would you rank him and in, where would you rank those achievements it'd be a weird way of
1: doing it wouldn't it yeah I wouldn't really consider that the same as, as actually holding the real belts yeah, the can... undisputed belt it's, it, well, this belt is going to be highly disputed now they're going to call it the disputed belt but it's It's gonna be hardly disputed now. Yeah.
0: For a moment there, there was three belts at play. Like, (laughs) like that is that is so weird. Uh, How does that even work? Right. I love lamp at Gavin underscore Echo. Who defends our title first, Conor McGregor or Jose Aldo? Um,
1: the tough one. Like, we don't know what's going on with Aldo. This whole thing of um. His interim belt is making me worried that uh, Aldo's still refusing to fight anybody but Conor McGregor. Yeah. I'd say Aldo just because you never know where Conor he might fucking go to 170 or something crazy.
0: <laughs> Mad bastard. Uh, I think Aldo will but I hope he doesn't because I hope he goes up and fights Habib and then he fights McGregor and so McGregor defends his belt first. Okay, If he moves up
1: though, will they not strip him of the belt? Uh, yeah. Give it to, uh, but did the, that'll that'll be the same Conor
0: thing. Winner. That'll be the same thing you want to defend his belt. So yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, Andrew at Andrew A 1994 asked a great question. Who's the best Fedor prospect? Choi, Bektic, Rodriguez or
1: Ortega? Um Bektic is kind of he's kind of, he's, he's kind of slow to to a start. Don't stop. you
0: fucking dare bad I my boy Mishad Bektic.
1: I know but he's he's literally he hasn't he hasn't progressed like as I'd like. I'd still probably go with him though. Yeah. Yeah. He has all the tools, but he just he hasn't.
0: hasn't ah, he got, he got injured as well, though. He was out for a while and he yeah. looked unbelievable. Bechti,
1: that'll, 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 that. He could be <laughs> one of them injury prone guys. Could be. Yeah, I'd probably go with him, but uh, he want to he wanna get a move on.
0: I put Beckett first and I put Ortega last. Between Chai and Rodriguez, I put Rod- Ortega. <laughs>
1: like the, the triangle, like there's only that's so many. Like When you get to the upper echelons, that's. Uh, yeah. It may work once or twice against the top five guys, but. It, I don't see that being um very viable against the top guys. Yeah, he
0: looked average in one of his fights recently as well.
1: Yeah, I think he was losing a couple of rounds until he pulled out the yeah. pulled out the submission victory. Yeah. I like but he's that. he's gets... improving all the time and he's he's new to MMA, he's, he's obviously a jiu-jitsu guy. He's uh, one of the Henner Gracie's guys, isn't he?
0: Uh, yeah I think so anyway. I'm not so sure about Shy yet he obviously is a big knockout power mm-hmm. but he, he hasn't been tested let's see him yeah. at this a little more after his cubby fight even, he's man. very exciting
1: as well though. Yeah. He's, he's definitely going to watch even if, even if he's not going to be the he could be the one of the, the top three guys or top guy but either way I think he's going to be an exciting career to watch
0: yeah um, Kieran Stapleton at the soup lad asks is Graham a Kabat-y enthusiast like Sean a what Kabaddi enthusiast
1: Kabaddi, yeah. What does that mean? Do
0: you know kabaddi? Do you know the sport, the the Indian sport that I love?
1: Oh no, I've never even seen it. I've heard you talking about it.
0: Yeah, fucking, you're off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if they made a movie, who plays Connor, Dana, and John Kavanagh? I think Brad Pitt would make good Connor McGregor. He might be a bit old now.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, Joe Rogan will play Dana White. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I don't really know actors. I don't know a big film guy. Get
0: Eddie Redmayne to play John Cavanaugh, and it'd have uh, Jake Gyllenhaal to play Conor McGregor. There you go. Jake Gyllenhaal's my favorite actor. Uh, John O'Boyle at Gypsy John asks, Gypsy Job actually. Sorry. Um, Do you see other fighters going to hold two belts? Um, he says, John Jones are you or Yohan Angelic.
1: Who will do it first?
0: Yeah, but who do, do you think anyone else will go for? Two else like McGregor I think.
1: Now? I think once somebody's already done it, it, all, it always opens up that, yeah. that possibility, and people makes it way more likely to happen. Um Jones has talked about had talked about it when he was younger, uh, but then kind of backed away from it a good bit over the last few years. Um, he's got as many problems. It's it's a bit away from him. Um, I'd say Demetrius Johnson will try it at some stage. I don't think he'd be successful though. Um,
0: yeah, if they opened 125 from yeah, um, women's it. division, I think Ian Jacek would, factor. yeah, Ian
1: Jacek could do it at 25 35 zone. I don't think so. Oh. Um, 25 though, yeah, I think we discussed this a couple of weeks ago, or the first week I was on the podcast. Um so, do you made the 25 division? I see you're going straight for straight for that belt.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Brian Lynch at Lynch Bryn MT asks, Is Wonderby still the favorite to beat Woodley if they're rematched?
1: Um, I'd pick him, yeah.
0: Yeah, I still I, I would as well. I think, I think the fact that Woodley showed how he does well against Wonderby in the first fight. Is is very damning for Woodley's chances in the second. Like, what's he gonna do in the second fight if he plays like what? Well, gonna if he fights the same way. Wonderboy's gonna know ways of how to beat him. He's, that's how what he's gonna be doing for his all camp. So Woodley's gonna have to come out and fight differently. And I don't think that makes makes. Um, makes for good viewing for him, I think he got the perfect game plan, it's going to be going to be tough again, but you you never know, Woodley has proven now, to be an intelligent, smart fighter, who can get a good game plan, so maybe he can do it again.
1: Yeah, speaking um, of Woodley, Nile of Talking Brawls, has an interview coming with him, um, either on this week's Talking Brawls, or as a video Wonder, segment. So Wonderboy you mean then? Wonderboy, sorry,
0: yeah. Yeah, uh, Jennifer Millsap also asked the same question. Happy birthday to Horse for in the podcast for her birthday this week about becoming a champion. Yeah, we think she could be a two-weight world champion. Um, one or two more questions. Brian Lynch asks again: Indian or Chinese? Chinese. Uh, I
1: agree. Food, yeah. Uh,
0: John, ask John 92663130 Or ask: Do you think they'll create an interim belt at lightweight? No. I think they will before May yeah I think um, Jeez. I think they'll have Habib fight Ferguson first. it Eamon McLean asks used to be a friend of the podcast no longer is can Man United make a push for to qualify for the Europa League this year no no I, I hope they don't like if they don't qualify top 4 I hope they finish like eight.
1: Uh, oh, be lucky to finish it, I think.
0: John Minton, best friend of the podcast, asks: How long, if Liverpool blow our farm, how long until Liverpool blow our farm after proclaiming themselves the champions?
1: They proclaimed themselves the champions. Yeah, I do stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: For the second time in a few years, yeah, it's not going to be long. It's funny. Uh, Philippe Coutinho is out for six weeks. Actually, did you hear that? Just just announced there. Uh,
1: that's not too bad. That's not too bad. It looked worse in the in the moment. Yeah, yeah.
0: Clap going to Bayern. It's all falling down to pieces
1: as we as we. Put your speak. money where your mouth is. I offered you a bet earlier. If you <laughs> <something> <laughs> I bet you. It.
0: I already bet you something. We have a bet on that Man United and Liverpool finished, don't we? Did, did we bet? a Five or something? Yeah. Possibly. I don't know. I can't can't remember. Um, is Paul Garcia is light everywhere? The most shallow division in the UFC.
1: Um, light heavyweight, um, heavyweight's pretty shallower, isn't
0: it? Oh, Jesus, yeah, they're both terrible. It's um, yeah, they're six and one half dozen, the other, I think. Six
1: one. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely up there anyway.
0: John Minton asks, When is a good time to put up Christmas decorations? It's too early,
1: yeah, it's way too early now. Um, has to be. Uh, I don't know. Isn't there like a specific day yeah, set aside for? Eighth of, yeah. of December, yeah. Eighth of December, yeah. That sounds about right.
0: Yeah. Just right. Last two questions. Morgan asked. This is a tough one. At i a c h underscore. If you had to cut, he says five, but then he says three. Three fighters in the UFC. We'll say, who would you cut?
1: Oh. Um. Cutting people. Um but I don't really want to see anybody get cut. I wouldn't cut anybody. Um
0: such a nice guy. I would uh, like uh,
1: nobody springs to mind anyway, like that I want to, that I want like I would want cut. Yeah.
0: Uh I'd probably cut Cody East because he's a terrible person. Um but I think he might have already oh, been cut.
1: Yeah. Um we can cut Matthews' fake position as uh whatever he's Matthews, meant to be doing.
0: Yeah. I cut BJ Payne as well. I d I don't think he should be fighting. I don't want he'd, see he'd go, go to Ballantor though, wouldn't he? Yeah, but I still caught him. Fuck it, I caught. <laughs> I, caught um, I caught. I caught Neil Siri because he's a genius. <laughs> I actually knew you were gonna play <laughs> that. Oh god, that's oh, god, that's brilliant. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Um, Hashtag right, I last question. Actually, caught Siri. Charlie yeah. Byrne at MMA Takeover on the M- at MMA Takeover underscore. Uh, last question: These fighters will they be in the UFC in two thousand seventeen? Yes or no? Peter Queeley. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're going to be doing lots of cuts. I think I think he might have missed his opportunity. But if he can get a lot of good wins, I could see him. But uh, I I don't know. I'm going to say no. Norman Park
1: shouldn't have been cut in the first place, in my opinion. Um... 2017 yeah I'd say he will
0: be I'm going to say no as well but I agree he should be still in the UFC, but I don't think they'll bring him back if they cut him uh, Paddy Pimblad
1: how many fights did he did he sign for Cade or was it announced
0: I don't know I can't remember
1: it's probably, it'll probably be the end of 2017 or, or, or early next year
0: I think he will be I think he will Karl Moore
1: um, yeah yeah I think Karl I Moore think- yeah, I think he will be as well. As long as he's get he get injured for years again, then <laughs> yeah. injury without, without any kind of big injury layoff, if he can, he's close already. If he just gets a couple of them, a couple of them, couple of more finishes under his belt, I think he'll be there. Mm-hmm. John Phillips, yeah, I think John Phillips. I think he might already be signed the way the way um, a lot of people are talking about him all of a sudden, even people in the media who would never mention him before. Um, but if he isn't, then maybe he has some make weight. Did he make, weight. Did, how
0: many times did he miss weight now? Was it just once
1: sir? Um, he missed weight badly um at Bama and the fight got cancelled. Um the one before that he made weight and he fought for the belt. Um, I think it's just uh, I'm not sure I'm not sure about his past, but I think I think the way he missed it by so much would be off putting to the UFC. Um I think he will be in though in twenty seventeen, yeah.
0: Um I'm gonna agree with you, so say Yes. The last one of Chris Fishgold.
1: He's pretty in a similar position to, to Paddy. Um depends on how many fights he signed. Yeah.
0: Um, I think he will be. I think i will sign him.
1: It'll probably be about a year, so Maybe. we'll go we'll go yeah, just about. Maybe. Cool. Just about within the year. Cool.
0: Right. That was that was a fun show. Enjoyed that one. Yep. Um episode ninety-five in the books. Uh, you can follow me over at Severe MMA and, or where? you can follow me at and Ba over on Twitter you can follow Graham at Severe MMA you can find us on, on Facebook and um, all those good places uh, yeah that's about it the podcast we're obviously going to be out every Tuesday morning um, I'll have my preview article up for this weekend's card and next week as well plenty of good content coming to the website and Graham do us want to know something cool?
1: You're Bringing back the quote,
0: the quote's coming back. This <laughs> <laughs> week, will we wait till next week. Will we tease it?
1: Um, do you have one ready?
0: I have one, I have one if we want on. Like, the Go people, want the, like, I didn't want to bring it back, but the Why people not? demanded it. The people did demand it. Yeah, you're, you're a man of the
1: people, John. So.
0: I am a man of the people. Okay, I'm <laughs> close. any parting words before I give my uh, inspirational quote? Um...
1: Yeah, just just a pro tip for Man United. Just uh, if you kick the ball to the side of the goalkeeper instead of straight at him, that's the way to score.
0: Fuck you! (laughs) I hope you get hit by a car later tonight.
1: (laughs) The real Um, United on the way. Go Leeds!
0: (laughs) You're some prick. (laughs) Okay, here it goes. Inspiration caught this one for you, Zlatan. The hard work puts you where the good look can find you. See you next Tuesday.